Welcome back to another episode of Cutting Weight here in the Cutting Weight Cabin. I'm your host, Mike Stahl. Uh, to my left, Shane Mignona. To my right, Jim Ayers. Welcome back, guys. Hey, what's up, Mike? Good to be back. Yeah, not a whole lot. It's uh, got a little, a little touch of a uh, little touch of spring, and we're right back into winter here in Northeast Ohio. Spring lasted two days, and we're back. Yep, we're back, and it'll be fall soon. So, uh, we're... Hope, hope summer was good for everybody. <laughs> yeah, hope you guys enjoyed that. <laughs> what do you guys think about fishing out on Lake Erie? Holy cow, those guys are crazy, right? I heard some people had to get get uh, rescued. Every every year, people go out there and they get out there in the middle of the ice melt, and then the ice breaks right. and melts and starts to float away. Could you imagine being in that situation where that that's just oh, out that's, by? That'd be terrifying. Like that's what I I would never. I love fishing. Um, I, Mike, you and I have fished before, and I do get out a lot. But ice fishing is not a not something I have ever had any desire to do. Nor I don't think I'd ever want to do honestly. Not a fan of the cold, and from yeah, I think we've mentioned this before. From what I understand, it's mostly drinking. I say it's, it's always drinking. Let's call it what it really yeah. is. It's that, like it's like an excuse for getting together with your buddies drinking, like a podcast, basically. <laughs> basically, <laughs> right. So it reminds me of the Charlie Barons. Uh, uh, a few of the episodes I saw with those guys, I think, are up in Wisconsin. They go ice fishing quite a bit, but that also leads me into kind of like the uh, the wormhole we just got into prior to the show with. You know, the videos you see on Facebook, it kind of takes you into a wormhole. TikTok is also one of those things that just also drives, you know, huge time waste during the day. Also right. highly entertaining. Super addictive. And super can, addictive. Can be. Can L- be. A little drop, of, little drop of dopamine into the spine every now and then. Never, oh. You know, I'll do, you, do the body good. Shane, um, you've elected to bring a beer into Cutting Weight Cabin here today. And again, we're proud of them because it's a 16-ouncer. Yeah, it's pound. I call them pounders. It's an it's an IPA. He calls them pounders, which I think is a uh, also a, a, a male website. How would yeah. how, can you tell us how you know this, Mike? Listeners, do not go on pounders.com. Yeah. Do not believe me. Do not look up pounders.com. Or at least at least know what you're getting yourself into before yeah, you do. Right? Because I think it's I think it's in a male escort service actually. <laughs> Anywho, uh, Shane, tell us a little bit about where you found this. I'm drawn to the color of the can. It's like an olive drab. I like that. It's got it's got giant a, hop in the background. Yeah, a giant hop in the background. Let's hope they were aggressively hopped. It's also hazy, which also seems to be a trend here. It is the hazy. The hazies are uh, coming on strong this time of the year. Yep. So we're at 6.0 uh, AVB. Yeah, this is the this is, uh, solid. This is a little under your wheelhouse, isn't it? Just a bit. Just a bit. But yeah, I'm uh, sorry. I'll do better next time. Yeah, I'll drink one extra one. <laughs> you'll do you'll make that sacrifice yeah i'll make it work Just drink twice i'll make much. it work shane tell us what you know about collision bend and and why you brought it so this is uh yeah like mike said collision bend brewery it's down in the uh down in the flats area downtown cleveland i actually you know i wanted to find a, another local beer i went to red wine and brew but the one in Menor, not the one that you go to mike yeah. they have uh, a zillion different beers in chesterland great people down there great service matter matter one just as just as good the Menor one's nicer because it's got like an area where you can actually sit down at a bar and like have a beer and uh, yeah. grab some food. You know, it's it's a nice. We setup. gotta get a sponsorship with them. We've not, they've been mentioned really several do. times. I like the one in the Chesterland. I'm not sure if the one in Menor has it, but uh, I've found myself in a couple of times where I've had to take the kids out to Woodmore Red Wine and Brew, pick up a keg before the show, and then you know get it get it ready for uh, get it ready for prime time. 
but they, they have, have a children's play area. <laughs> they do have a they have a soft play area where they uh, no they they don't, but they have lotto tickets. <laughs> and that's my bribe to the kids. Like I'm going to take you into this. You know, they have a lot of what? Uh, they've got lotto tickets. Oh, where, lotto tickets. Yeah, I thought you meant like they have a lot of tickets. Me, like, what are, no, they, what does that mean? Yeah, they've got lotto tickets. So every time, you know, if I've got a kid in a car seat that I'm taking into, into red wine and brew, I'm like, what? What looks good to you here? I'm like, what do you? Lincoln wanted a cigar. I'm like, nah, let's not, no, let's not here, do a cigar. Let's, we'll, we'll get you a, a six pack of non-alcoholic stuff, and then we get you a, a, a payday, a payday for five, a buck, a Buckeye five. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I bribe him with that. So yeah, take take us through it, Shane. Yeah. So Closer and Brand Brewing Company. Uh, my father actually went to high school with one of the guys that I don't know if he is a part ownership or something of it. Um, Jim Catanese of Catanese Classic Seafood, it's a fam- family of. Uh, Owns a seafood business, a bunch of John Carroll, St. Ignatius folks. Sounds like another possible sponsor. Absolutely. Maybe. But this is the Hazen. And you haven't had seafood until you've had Cantonese. How is it? Cantonese seafood? Cantonese seafood. It's not Cantonese like Chinese food. It's Cantonese, Cantonese it's Italian, Italian seafood. It's a, it's a very good seafood. <laughs> it's high in MSG. And yeah, communism. All right, hazy (laughs) on the details, hazy IPA, as Mike said. Um, This is some kind of a collaboration with uh, with Snob, which is the Society of Northeast Ohio Breweries Brewers. So they brewed this uh, beer, the home brew winner, Greg Irving's recipe. I say he did a pretty good job. It's for Greg. Hey, yeah, hats off to Greg. Hazy IPA, six percent. Greg, don't know if you're listening, but gosh darn it, you make one heck of a hazy IPA. Yeah, what? You guys prefer cans these days? I do. I found myself like really gravitating toward cans. I don't know if it's just because it's easier for me to, if we're going somewhere, to like throw some cans in a, in a container or a little cooler or to dispose of them. It just seems easier. Uh, I don't know. I'm, but if I'm drinking out of, if I'm drinking canned beer, I do always like pouring it into a glass. I don't sure. like drinking out of a can if it's a good beer. But uh, I yeah. prefer to cans. I don't know. I just happened to read on the the label here our first ever happy IPA in a can, which seems to be kind of the trend. I think uh, that's the way most of the places are going too. I think it's cheaper, you know, and you you can get like you can see how the the labels of all these craft beers now, for the most part, unless it's a really big brewery, it's just like a, a sticker that they stick on these cans. So they can get these cans. I'm guessing dirt cheap, sure. and they can get these labels printed up on the internet. And then you just slap it on. So, so our thought of making the Cutting Way Brewery, I mean, has gotten easier. I think. Yep, I we're like halfway there already. I feel like the doors are opening. Absolutely, we've come a long way from. Uh, I can remember a time where we thought Killian's Irish Irish was like wow, that's that's good stuff. I tell you what, you get your hands on some of that Killian's. It's made by Budweiser. <laughs> It's pretty good though. It's Budweiser with like some little bit of red red orange food coloring in it. Can can you even find it? I mean, I I haven't seen that anywhere. I'm not sure. We went through a Guinness phase, big time. You know what? Every once in a while, like I I still like Guinness. I don't drink a whole lot of it, but it still tastes pretty darn good. Yeah, there was the 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 Goodwill Hunting phase in the '90s where that that movie came out and everybody was drinking Guinness. We'd go down to. Uh, Lee Road and grab uh, gra- Colony or whatever yeah. and grab grab Guinness and man it was good Jim, Jim and I have actually been to the Guinness Brewery in Dublin yeah that's true we that's a true story 
sometimes well, Melissa will ask me, like, do you want a baked potato for dinner? I'll say, no, I'll just have a Guinness instead. And it's funny because I think p- people that have never had Guinness assume, and even like be- when I started drinking it, I just assumed it was like a heavy beer. It's kind of thick. It's dark. But it's like it has less alcohol in it than like a, a Budweiser. It's probably it's akin to like a Bud Light. Yeah, it's it, like four point two percent. It's very it's, yeah, calories it's, are fairly low actually. There's some there's some calcium in it. There's some nutritional value to it. Yep. That's yeah. what I used to tell mother. You know, pregnant women to drink like one a day. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Look what happened to those. And kids. Uh, yeah, take a capsule of thalidomide and a Guinness. And, <laughs> yeah. You got Conor McGregor. Right. That's right. And you got proper 12. <laughs> then you have a proper 12-ounce baby. So what, right. what, what do we got going on, Shane? We kind of left you in charge of running the show tonight. You're you're not only running the board, you're running the show. No pressure, but... Well, Shane's well, producing the show tonight. Well, scary thought. So I was I was scrolling through the uh, the headlines this morning, and I, I see uh, Baker Mayfield, our beloved Cleveland Browns quarterback, says he's 100% almost positive that he saw a UFO last night. And the GM of the Cleveland Browns also said, we're 100% almost positive we may not sign him to an extension. <laughs> we're going to hold off. Baby. So I didn't, I mean, I heard, I heard the headline. He's, you know, he claimed to have maybe almost kind of sort of possibly saw a UFO. What's the story behind it? Like, where was he? Is there any detail, Shane? I, there's no really details. I think it just all comes from a, a tweet of his. And he, I know he was in Texas. He, was he from Kinney, Kinney, Texas or something? What, he, what, do, we, said, what here, do we know about his Lake Travis. penchant for hallucinogenic drugs? <laughs> Here's what he said. Almost 100% M, his wife, and I just saw a UFO drop straight out of the sky on our way home from dinner. We stopped with each other and asked if either of us saw it. Very bright ball of light going straight down out of the sky towards Lake Travis. Anybody else witnessed this? So that's called a, uh, a, a meteor. Or maybe a shooting star could also be. So, are you or, telling me he doesn't live in First Energy Stadium year round? I think just during the season he lives there. Oh, because yeah. he seems to have a pretty. It's kind of false advertising. I get it. It's a little bit. Of, he can kind of have a, a tormented relationship with some of the people that run that stadium. You know, but I think it's love hate. They like kind of play <laughs> off each other. I mean, yeah. it's like, hey, did you cut the grass? Like, oh, we're going to wipe down the seats. What are you talking about? I got him already. Yeah. Oh, Billy, get out of here. <laughs> He's got a. Yeah, he's got uh, yeah, he's got a lot of help there. So, so Baker Mayfield's crazy. And Are we yeah. sure that it wasn't God handing down, <laughs> passing the torch it of all Super human superpowers? Ring. Yeah, right. To Baker, I think it's an omen. I'd like to. Yeah, it can't be bad, right? No. No. Yeah, I think you, I, th- I think you do want your quarterback seeing things. What's well? What's that your aren't, that aren't really there? Maybe well, cornerbacks. When it was in like the the Sealer game this year, the first one when the, like. Browns got smoked. Didn't he say he was seeing ghosts, or am I thinking of something? No, else? I was Sam Darnold playing oh, the yeah, Patriots. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Um, but but similar. Probably. <laughs> he might have. He I, one thing he didn't see was Minka Fitz, Fitzpatrick on that pick six. But but hey, what do you? So I don't know. What do you, we're in the midst of uh, kind of an interesting off season in terms of the NFL with free agency kind of getting started and. Uh, we all had hopes, both of us, uh, all three of us, really, of maybe signing J.J. Uh, Watt to our teams. I think in the end, cooler heads prevailed. Nobody was going to – neither of our teams were probably going to offer J.J. two years, right? I mean, he's, not, he's, not so, that price. he's so injury prone. Like he, Is, he's yeah, missed like 30% of the games he's played in the last couple of years. The question would be, you know, and uh, Pittsburgh writers wrote about this a little bit, is is JJ Watt, you know, any more washed up than 
uh, than Ben Roethlisberger, or any less. I mean, he's he he's not he's not the J.J. Watt where he used to just change games every every. Uh, yeah, every but quarter. I, I think uh, I think he's still got maybe a little bit more miles on the uh, he, under under his belt <clears throat> than Ben. I mean, Ben. Yeah, no doubt. Ben's I mean, ben, like got maybe a year left. I think Ben Ben's got exactly a year left <laughs> according to the current <laughs> contract they just reworked. So this will be Ben's last year. I I think. Looking at it, you know, as uh, you know, objectively as possible, he's he's not a great fit for for the Steelers. I think he would have been a good fit for the Browns had uh, they they run a four three. He's a three point uh, defensive lineman. Uh, would have been a great. I was would have been a great fit for the for, uh, you know opposite Miles Garrett, but the Steelers can't sign him. Like what what do you owe yeah. the Watt I mean, they're, brothers? They're trying to cut every penny they can just yeah. to like sign some of their good guys that they want to keep. And then what do you do? You have to what do you, you have to confer with the Watt, Watt brothers if you're going to well, release like, one. I mean, let's like, be honest, like the other Watt brother who no one knows his first name, like Derek. who cares about him? Like he he's expendable. Rambo. Yeah, but why Rambo? He's expendable. <laughs> he not expendable, Rambo. But his middle his middle name begins with J, and he doesn't go by DJ. I'm still befuddled by this. Well, have you seen the subway commercials? There's a lot of there's a lot of angst there. Well, if, if I mean, I think you it's a little late for him. Path. I think it's a little late for him to try to distance himself from his brothers and like be his <laughs> yeah. own man. It's like, yeah. okay, you're the third best Watt, <laughs> D. Yeah, yeah. What what good genes in that family though? Definitely for sure. But but I, like I was I'm shocked that he went to the Cardinals. Like that kind of came out of the blue. I remember it was funny. I was driving somewhere with my dad. Earlier that day, like literally an hour before the news broke, Jason Watt Cardinals, my dad's like, whoop, ping, like his phone pinged. He's like, says right here, J.J. Watt's either going to the Browns, the Packers, or the Bills. Like he'll be making a decision any day, and like 20 minutes later, he's like, J.J. Watt to the Cardinals. I'm like, well, know. it just comes back to all these pro athletes. They always say, they're like, I want to go win a championship. I want to go win a Super Bowl. You know, I got a couple years left, and... Then you just go where the most money is. Whoever gave him the highest contract, yeah, I'm yeah, sure. I heard that like the Colts and the Browns though like actually offered him more money. Is that? I don't know. The Browns point? denied that. Um, you'll never know. You'll never know the real story. I Maybe guess, on a, but I would. I would bet that's probably true on a one-year deal. But if he wanted two years, then yeah, I think no it's way. probably wise. I think it's probably a good sign for the Browns that they're making better better decisions. In terms yeah, of like, there's some good John, John Dorsey would have like just fucking brought him in for fifteen million a year. He's probably. going to the Lions, right? Yeah, I mean they're. They'll be the Lions. I mean, <laughs> like that's what that's what they said about Dorsey, though. Like he was awesome at finding talent, but when it came to like he would bring him in, and then he would like he'd always fuck up the salary cap. Like it, it gets to the point where like they get to you know they couldn't keep they couldn't sign anybody else because he have guys in there, and he was great at um, scouting, but he wasn't really responsible as like a cap manager, so. It's also uh, spring training time for the Cleveland Indians. The Cle- is, are they the Shane, Cleveland still, Indians baseball team, Shane, or are they the they're, tribe They're still? the Indians for oh, one more okay. year. All right. They're the yeah, Cleveland they're. team of baseball who no longer are Indians. Can we talk about Tito's health? Is anyone concerned about Tito maybe passing away here in the next few weeks? I think he's doing all right. He's on crutches. Like he's, <laughs> he's got, yeah, he's he's got, got some, gout. He's got, he's got whatever he's got. I mean... He's really and the amount of stress he puts himself in. You can just see the stress on his face managing a baseball game to do that. You know, 162 times. Can he just like do Zoom managing? I would. I would do it from the house. He's still going to be stressed out doing that from the house in like the Bahamas. I would get a house in the Bahamas (laughs) and Zoom manage. 
Yeah, Tito. Oof. Do you ever yeah. see that picture of Tito? Like that someone. This was probably when he was with the Red Sox, and he was a manager. And like he ended up at some like college kind of house party. And <laughs> oh the, yeah. He was shirtless. He had his shirt off. <laughs> he was like jacked up. Like the dude. Like at that point was like lifting, working out. He was literally like shirtless, like a bottle of tequila in his hand, and like like <laughs> with like a, his other arm around like some cute you know. 25 year old girl it's hysterical i need to find this picture for you you guys need to see it all right well we'll tweet that out to the fans cutting weight dot clown penis not fart <laughs> i think there's two dots in it actually calves so uh the so they're, they're still playing huh yeah so the, that team? i i you know am just kind of intrigued by the the calves right now because they they have a player who was like their blue chip player right that they tried to trade yeah what is going on with andre drummond like, so they tried to trade him, but instead of trading him, what they decided is it, it would just be best, Tito. There it is. Wow. Um, so they tried to trade him, but instead of trading him, they couldn't find a, a, a partner, so they decided that they would just sideline him. What a strange And he was playing thing. well like the start of the season. Like, Who, I think, Kevin Love? No, Drummond. Love hasn't played a game yet, I don't think. Who's the one guy that they just let go because he literally like got into a fight with a guy in the locker room? Oh, like Garland? A, yeah, he was he was good, right? Darius Garland. Yeah, like a second and third year guy, right? He was doing really well, and then like, but he was a problem. I think yeah, and you just want to get rid of him. I mean, the, the Cavs, the guys they've traded for recently, and Colin Sexton, like, when they play well, like they're fun to watch. Like they, I've been actually watching a decent amount of games. I they, think that's what I find interesting about them is that they're becoming, you know, a better team than they've they've probably been in recent years. You know, they. they Years ago, they had LeBron, and LeBron like carried everybody on their shoulders for the most part. And then, you know, they're, you think LeBron's coming back? Oh wow, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he's out in LA right now, big market. He's going to win a championship yeah, he's probably not this year. Else. Yeah, he wants to bring his talents to the North Coast. <laughs> I'd like to bring my talents back to back to Akron. Hey, going going back to the to baseball. Do you see the stuff going on with Mickey Kellaway? Brown Indians, uh, former pitching coach and coach he's, of the Mets, and yeah, I think he's obviously a fan of the show, and he listens what's up, to Mickey. <laughs> Mickey, Mickey what's listening. up, man? Thank you, man. Hope you're hanging in there. Yeah, so uh, put your phone down. I wouldn't follow my advice too closely. <laughs> no more dick the... pics, pal. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but uh, yeah, geez, I don't know. You give, uh, you know, you give these guys a little bit of a little you bit give of money. Them an inch, and then they. They, they take, take a dick they, pic and they, they, send, they send seven inches. You give them an inch, you give, they give you seven. That's the, that's, that's the contract. I just don't know what goes through these guys' heads. Is like, you know, they go through an interview with a professional news reporter, and all of a sudden they think, that yeah, that pro- that person probably wants a picture of my gi- job. She was giving me the eye. Yeah. I mean, the one girl said he, he sent her like 60 messages in like two days after they had Just, you know, exchanged numbers. Well, I, there was one thing that I heard too that like he kept harassing some girl, like sending texts and pics. And then the girl or the the woman's husband ended up like calling the Indians. Like, listen, like tell this guy to stop fucking sending my wife shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh gosh! Well, yeah. So, so good luck, Mickey. Another, yeah. Well, then uh, they they throw out Terry Francona the other day to answer questions about it, and he's like, uh, 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 like didn't know what to say. And then then his his son I find out works for the Mets, Nick Francona. So when Mickey Callaway went to the Mets to be their head coach before that, 
Nick and some people had called over to the Indians and like were asking about the guys. You good guy? Do you like him? They all gave a like glowing review and apparently like it was known he was like harassing chicks and he's woman, an amazing you know. photographer i don't know what you've seen but yeah, yeah. i haven't <laughs> seen anything look at the balance on that photo oh this one's black and white very I like that. veiny very he's veiny. the he's the ansel adams of dick pics <laughs> he really is wow the, the, the fact that he took it into pine forest i love that yeah interesting what who's the uh who's the opt- optical illusionist um david, david blaine no, 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 not not magician. Chester Copperpot. They he would draw, <laughs> he would draw pictures that were obstacle illusions. Uh, anyway, that was that. Salvador Dali. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. <laughs> we didn't draw optical. <laughs> I think I think he, I think it's close enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dali, let's go with that. <clears throat> All right, Shane, rein us back in here. What's uh, so UFOs? Quick, uh, quick Cleveland sports well, update. Speaking of yeah, UFOs, though, weight. like we were talking about. We were talking a little before show, Mike. Like you obviously flew helicopters in the military for many years. I mean, being being up in the stratosphere, did you ever see any weird shit? You're like, I'm not sure what that is. Yeah, you just see. I mean, you just get. It's pretty easy to get confused a lot of times where you're, um, you know, where you're you're focusing on a specific terrain feature or something else to navigate your way through. You know, in our case, pretty some pretty low illumination conditions in the middle of the night. You're flying under night vision goggles. So I had told uh, we were flying in Afghanistan one night, and it's it's a very dark night. And, you know, under under those conditions, everything you see through your, your night vision goggles is just like looks like pea green soup. Well, I had told the guy, like, hey, do you see there, there's a, a tower that's at Bagram Airfield? You see that tower? It's flashing. It's it's uh, it's it's flashing it's like red. Yeah, you, you can see it. You see it? Yeah, I see it. Okay, well, head head towards that. Stay at this altitude, and um, we should you know that that'll take us to to Bagram Airfield. Well, and we have a lot of other navigational aids that help us. I mean, it's not not just that. You know, just see a, a, a <clears throat> flashing light and fly yeah. towards it. But it's a good it's a good visual cue. Well. I go inside and I tune up the radios. We're getting ready to change frequency and talk to tower and everything else. And I, I, I kind of sense like the aircraft's going through some, some, some different moves and gyrations and everything else. I'm like, hey, hey, man, what are you doing? You still see that that beacon? It's like, yeah, I'm heading right to it. I'm like, okay, we're up. <laughs> we just climbed five thousand feet. What are you looking at? And he's like, I'm, I'm flying right to the beacon. I'm like, okay. I'm pretty sure that's the Big Dipper, and he was looking. I mean, we're 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 climbing rapidly through the sky. He's looking at a star. Wow. So is it just you and him? Was it just like a training? And it's it's thing? just that easy. You hear all the time about you know the um, Kennedy Jr. who did the graveyard spiral into uh, you know into the ocean. It's it can get really really confusing. But like he thought. He was flying to that beacon, and he's looking at a star in the sky. And I'm like, "Oh dear God!" Okay, I got the controls. <laughs> We're at forty thousand feet. <laughs> yeah, how, how high can those helicopters go? I mean, you, in most places in Afghanistan, you're starting out at five grand. So, I mean, that that's the field elevation. That's the ground. But like, what what are they equipped? Like, what could you do? It's before? it's the before the, the helico- air gets too thin. I guess. Yeah, the helicopter will fly, you know, up up to. You know, I, I I think the highest I've ever been is uh, like fourteen thousand feet, but 
the they're they're equipped to fly much higher than that and it's all a, it's all a function of pressure altitude and the air temperature and everything else i mean you just run out of the more dense the air the better it is so obviously lower to the ground is better and cooler but high hot heavy altitude is is worse I mean, we were climbing. <laughs> you know, we we were cruising along at probably five thousand. We were cruising along at probably a thousand feet off the ground, and you know, we had climbed up to like three thousand. <laughs> and it's like, hey, hey, partner. Let's. But it's all a function of of the oxygen in the air at that point because we're not wearing like. Um, we do have some um, equipment that allows us to breathe more pure oxygen. So you hook it up to your hook it up to your face, but. That's mostly stuff that like fighter fighter pilots use, and we we weren't equipped with that that night. <laughs> so once you start getting up to like that ten to fifteen thousand uh, thousand range, you need to be on gets a little loopy. Yeah, you you have a time limitation that 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 requires you to you know either dip below that altitude for a, a you know to get oxygen back in your blood system. But yeah, that that was kind of a funny story. Um, well, it's funny because it ended up that you guys not flying into the fucking outer space, and then that's the last we saw. Yeah, it wouldn't have been so funny. Hitting. Next thing you know, you're not in, you're in orbit. Yeah, but you do the same thing where it's like, hey, look at the horizon, and you know, you, you've got your attitude indicator in the hel- helicopter that tells you if your wings are level level or not. But sometimes, if you kind of enter a slow turn, you don't really pick up on it. Well, you know, uh, again, we're flying again, and. I'm flying this time, and my co-pilot's like, "Hey, sir, are you you okay?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm fine. What's the, what's the deal?" And uh, he's like, "You're in a turn." I'm like, "I'm not in a turn. Are you crazy?" He's like, "No, you're in a turn. We're in like a th- we're on like a thirty degree turn. We've been going in a circle for the last hour, sir." <laughs> yeah, I don't want to tell you because you're. You and, I'm, and he's like, and I'm like, really? I'm like, yeah. It's like, and he's like, and he pulls us back to wings level. I'm like, holy shit. I was looking at a cloud bank that I thought was the horizon. <laughs> it was flat. And it wasn't. It was a cloud bank that was that was kind of at an angle. And I was like, oh, man. That's, My bad. My yeah. bad. Whoops, the daisies. But so there's, there's it's a lot just of that it's... easy. So you just see, I mean, you see, you see things. I mean, you're flying a lot and you're tired, but also it's, it can get really confusing up there. But Especially at night, I'm sure it's like crazy. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, it's got to be the most difficult. Shane, what about the time when you f- you flew that fight, like that MIG fighter jet, and, and blew up all those terrorists? And Chappie, Chappie went down. <laughs> I was Russian, Russian MIG. <laughs> when you stole the Russian MIG, as as a as a joke for to get into a fraternity. Well, I was at the air show. They used to have the air show in Cleveland, and they had the Russian MIG there. And I thought it'd be funny just to climb into it at night and take off. And apparently, that's, the FAA is not happy with that. No, no, but you know. That I, air I don't show. think it would have been bad until you, you launched a missile. M- missile. Yeah, but there wasn't a warhead on it. True. That's a pretty great air show out at Burke uh, Lakefront. And actually, the only time that Burke Lakefront made sense. It was a huge <laughs> lakefront one. property. They <laughs> like have an three, air show. Three days we do, a year. We do one air show every, you know, every year, and that's the only reason. They used to have like an Indy car race there. Yeah, they did. For years. Oh, drag strip. No, like they set up a whole course, like an indie course. Oh, is that right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was big. They stopped doing that a little while ago. Still probably didn't really realize the full potential of that land. <laughs> well, when you're asking like Italian Italian race drivers that can go anywhere in the world, you, know, you want to go to Morocco or Cleveland, Ohio? Um, Morocco. Yeah, they'll, they'll go anywhere they get paid. Come on. <laughs> we'll pay you $5. 
hey, all, all the brats you can eat. Now, some of that's going to be taxed by Cuyahoga County. I will tell you that. There's Rita there. <laughs> Got good mass transit. Hey, we were, we were talking earlier too about Mike. If I call you and leave you a voicemail, what do you what do you think about that? I will never listen to it. <laughs> I, I have I have over a hundred unread, <laughs> unlistened to voicemails on my phone. I have no reason to listen to it. I have a missed call from someone that I know, and I will probably not return that phone call. Frankly, I will just text you back. It's like Shane, why are you calling me? Well, yeah, people I mean, people don't leave mess. I mean, no one leaves messages really anymore. Just, no one, no one just listens business. to them. Case in point, yeah, business wise. But I mean, growing up, you I mean, you'd, people would have the answering machines where you get like the big beep, and then you'd hear it, and you'd record like stupid messages, you know. And I think we like when we lived together. <laughs> In college, like there were some pretty wacky messages. I'm sure we left. Yeah, well, vo- voicemail was a new thing, right? I like, remember you had to like star code, like your, your, you had to enter a password and everything else. Like it was a new, like new thing where you didn't have like an actual answering machine. Right. You had to set up when like, hey, this is Jim and Shane and Mike. <laughs> hey, leave a message. You know that you know and the Hulk stands a thing. Bye, men or whatever. You know. Like, what was George Costanza's thing? Where it's like, believe it or not, George isn't at home. I don't know where in the world he could be. That was it. Yeah, but we used that phone with that stuff. Now, most people are like, leave a message for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and beep. You know, but most people's voicemail boxes are completely full, so you can't leave one. It's just it's an outdated mode, I think. I like I said, like Shane was saying, I leave voicemails for work related stuff because I mean, but other than that, like you just text people, you know. Yeah, it's a, it's just Mike, just text people. I do. Yeah, yeah stop leaving my Shane. Stop calling me. That's <laughs> my point. It's like just text me. Just text me. It's fine. Yeah, but if you call me and don't leave a voicemail, I'm not gonna call you back. Because you're like, I wonder what he wanted. I guess I'll never no, know. No, like he never, he must not have wanted something important and he would have left a message. Or, or I'll just assume that you butt dialed me. Or that could be it too. Yeah, I think uh, I think that's all good stuff. Or that you, you dick dialed me. Can, do people, I mean, is it a dick dial if your phone's in your front pocket and a butt dial if it's in your back pocket? I don't know. It just seems, it seems like some machine would do. Something Mickey Calloway would do. Right? <laughs> he would dig. I think that's what Mickey Calloway does. I think he's he dicked out the, several reporters. <laughs> he hit the nail on the head there. Yep. Mm-hmm. So the other thing we got going on is uh, we just, we just planned our uh, now annual golf trip. Yeah, I'm excited. We went what last year we went to Forest Dunes in Michigan, which uh, me, Mike, Shane, and friend of the show Tony all ventured up to Northern Michigan and did that. I thought it was a great time. We, we actually extended it. We did an extra day in um, Ann Arbor on the way up. But Forest Dunes was awesome. A couple courses. Like, we, we had a great time. We stayed right on property for the most part. Blast. So Shout out to our caddy. Jonathan. Jonathan. Jonathan Willis. Is he still, is he still looping for what's his name? Uh, it was like Charlie. Bagger Vance. Char- Charlie Belgian. Charlie Belgian. I don't know if that. It didn't sound like Charlie Belgian was really. <laughs> Putting the work in. <laughs> if he's not on, if he's not on TikTok, I don't, I don't care. But did you guys ever see any of the videos from that the one tournament that Charlie Belgian won? I mean, I know Jonathan was telling us about it, <clears throat> where he like, I think it was like on Saturday, he was having like panic attacks and like literally like fell down and passed out like 
on like the 15th hole and he's leading the tournament never won a pga event in his life yeah I do and they want to take him to like to the hospital and he's like fuck no like i'm finishing this he finishes the round they you know three more holes or whatever they take him to the hospital that he gets out plays the next day and he was like he had to like win a tournament or make some money like or he's gonna lose his tour card like this was like it and he, he like won the tournament and you know now he's got some sort of status forever there's crazy story there's there's highlights like on youtube and if well, you the, google's the, name that's what comes up the cool the really cool thing about playing i mean playing four students was, was a blast having jonathan as our caddy for the time we were there and him having caddied on the tour and kind of traveled all around and got to meet and know like so many tour players the stories he would tell us about, like the shenanigans that would go on, on tour, you know, on a, on a a weekend away in like Bermuda or wherever, were just unbelievable. Who? Yeah, there's uh, yeah, who is the there, one uh, enigmatic golf player that Charlie uh, got married in like bright orange tuxedos and top hats and and everything else. He's just a. Uh, a character but he, yeah he said that, that that was an absolute but he was like every he's like every guy in tour has like five burner phones <laughs> <laughs> yeah the caddy's just there to like hand out the hotel yeah. room number he's the burner room phone he's number literally like the bobby the brain heenan of you know yeah. what's going on at the bar the only the only critique i would have with jonathan is way too confident in my golf game <laughs> <laughs> Every time you hit it, it didn't matter. I'd be like, oh, I'll find it. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Well, it would be like a terrible lie, and he'd hand me. He's like, "Hey, here you go. Here, here's the club, and you know, just give it your best. You know, this and just you know, <laughs> kind of the best you, you know, can. I, I, you know, on this one, you just kind of want to do this, this, and this. And I'm like, okay, I've never done any of those things. I'll just. <laughs> I'm, 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 gonna, I'm gonna wing it, Jonathan. <laughs> Jonathan, can I kick it? <laughs> he's like, yeah, I don't sure. care. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. You're gonna fun. tip me the same, right? All right, yeah. we have the the elf in the room though is Tiger, right? Ooh, yeah. Oh boy. I was reading a story today that like there was the reports that he talked to the police and they interviewed him after the crash, and like he has no recollection that he was even driving. Yeah. Like well, I was just talking about hard, the, the elephant right? in the room was being Shane looking like Tiger. <laughs> And, and how is it fair that Tiger's in the hospital right now and Shane can walk on two legs? Yeah, Shane, you should be walking around crutching. We'll break your leg after this show. Well, I got a car that pretty much drives itself, so that's why. <laughs> well, if Tiger would have had a Tesla. Can uh, that? Can any of that be true? I mean, he probably remembers. He's probably being told. <laughs> it's it, But how is it, benef- the but how is it special, beneficial? Right? Yeah, I just watched the second half of it. Oh, my oh God. My how gosh. is it beneficial for Tiger to tell the authorities that he doesn't remember anything? That makes it sound worse, I think. Like I don't know. It you would goes, have to be on drugs to not remember anything, correct? Yeah, or that you have amnesia from the concussion you received from the actual crash. Yeah, I guess. But, I mean, I'm sure he's got lawyers that are pretty good lawyers. It goes along with my uh, technique to avoid DUIs is I always carry a bottle of whiskey in my glove compartment. And then as soon as the cop gets up to me, to say, hey, sir, have you been drinking? I crack it open, and I chug it. I said, nope, but I just did. No, nope, but I just started. <laughs> and and how's that worked? Awesome so far? So far, I have zero DUIs. <laughs> that situation never presented itself. And, and I, I have 45 open containers. <laughs> yeah, but I have a lot of open containers in my car. <laughs> and I, what I started to do was just cracking them open at red lights. <laughs> just in case. Just in case. Was that... 
Oh, what was that, that, cop? that cop just eyeballed me. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna start drinking. <laughs> open it right in his face, <laughs> just so he sees me yep. and make sure he can see me open it. Just red solo cups all over the floor of my car. <laughs> yeah, Tiger. I don't know, man. I. It sounds like from the initial early, you know, reports. Like, I don't think he's gonna be walking for a long time. Like his days. Were, I feel like his days were kind of numbered anyway. Yeah, he just had another back surgery. And, uh, yeah, yeah. And he just won the Masters two years ago. He won the Masters. I mean, which was awesome. And Mike brought it up. Like, you know, I don't know if you saw it, Shane. Like the the two part documentary on. No, Tiger. it's on my bucket. It's on my list of. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it on your bucket list. <laughs> I mean, it's. it's I good, almost said bucket list. Yeah, not, not that. It's it's good, but it's I mean, my, I really. It's not that. Good. It's on your deathbed, if you got two hours left, like that, probably wouldn't spend it watching it's it. Spend it with your family. <laughs> For yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah, try to try to make some amends with me. Any things that might happen. Yeah, talk to the chaplain. <laughs> Maybe say some prayers. I, I don't think I'd spend it watching. Oh, Hang on one more episode. No, but like it was a crazy, crazy documentary. Oh. Which it's like you it makes you like kinda hate him. It makes you kinda feel bad for him. It makes you kinda love him. I mean you kinda like get all of it. But the thing obviously a lot of a lot of time was spent when you know things kind of went off the rails and he got busted for having all kinds of affairs and that one girl who was like his main mistress like she's scary to look at now that Rachel yeah, Urtel, no. or whatever oh good lord which i think you know if you're ever in a situation where you're considering you know cheating on your spouse you have to envision the documentary that will occur five years later. And his spouse was a smoke show. Well, oh my gosh, yeah. I don't total. think he cared. And absolutely. Oh, no, I, I mean, he was doing Waffle House waitresses in the parking lot. And that she Waffle House in, waitress girl. She's that, in the documentary? She's in it. Like, But that was like two years before stuff. Yeah. That was the first one. They made that And work. like the National Enquirer found out about it. And they approached Tiger's team. And they're like, hey. We got this. They literally had like videotape of it. They showed it in the documentary. Like we know this is happening, and Tiger basically made it go away by getting on the cover of like Men's Health because the the company that owns the Enquirer also owns Men's Health, and they said if you be on the cover of Men's Health, this will go. That's away. the one where you did the like the skull cap on. He was like all jacked, like yeah, shirt off. Kind I don't of. know. I mean, you'll see the cover, but like literally, they made a deal and said like we got all this information. And, you can we can make it go away if you like are on the cover of Men's Health. We, it was just you know crazy like how that. I mean that's probably how so stuff no, works. Norm Macdonald did a show a long time ago. He had his own show where it was like uh, maybe three episodes, but one of one of the episodes like strike a chord with me, and it was basically like you know Norm. You know any any one of us might have you know average looking um, you know middle-aged males might have a realistic shot at having three or four real chances to cheat on our spouse like there might be a, a you know an opportunity like uh, through the know, course of uh, through the course of the rest of our year marriage, through, marriage, through the right? course of our lives well you know all of us will will deny that opportunity and, and maintain a you know a zero percent there but the but but some guys will take one of those three or four opportunities and will have cheated, you know, 25% or, you know, 50% of the time when they're given that opportunity. Tiger Woods probably had, in the course of his PGA professional life, over 100,000. <laughs> how many days are in a year? How many, how many years was he, um, you know, at the top, at the pinnacle of his profession? How many times were women thrown at his feet? thousands 
and he cheated and there on was, there record. Was, there was like 12 or 14. Right. Statistically, <laughs> he's, he's awesome. still pretty good. <laughs> yeah, like, he, he, like that guy has got some self-control. Yeah, right. Any one of us cheat, uh, you, know, uh, you know, any one of us cheat on our wives one time, then we're monsters. Right. Tiger Woods cheats on his wife 10 times out of an opportunity of over a th- over 100,000. He's still a pretty good individual. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, and not bad. Those odds are not bad. Yeah, I don't... I, Norm MacDonald, my hat's off to you. He's still a, a comedic genius, but also a pretty good statistical analysis there. Yes. So, Jim, we never... Uh, we didn't announce where we're going this year. Yeah, so this year in June, we're going to do a little golf trip. Same foursome. We're going to go down to the cradle of American golf, uh, Pinehurst, North Carolina. Pretty excited about it. We kind of... We kind of were brainstorming. Actually, on the podcast when uh, Tony was uh, a guest, yeah. and, uh, geez, within a week, we're like, all right, let's do it. So we kind of put it all together and head down to June, going to play a bunch of golf. Super excited. I've never been down there. Uh, and I think, you know, it's, it's a cool thing now because they signed a deal with the uh, USGA where they're basically going to be hosting a U.S. Open every, like, five to ten years until like 2040 so it's it's yeah, pinehurst pinehurst number yeah. two yeah they're they're their number two course is like their championship course so it's uh it's pretty exciting i'm really pumped about it i hope you guys are excited too and i think it'll be a blast i've already started training what, what are you doing for training uh drinking <laughs> i mean that's that's number one that helps you play better i've noticed that before mike <laughs> Oh yeah, when we had the four students, boy, I had a r- really rough start. But I started doing um, double jacks, I think yeah. it was. Well, I started doing that, and then some uh, double Tito John Daly's. Uh, and then Shane started doing gummies. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That didn't work out so well <laughs> for one night. <laughs> no, it's it, it's exciting. We're gonna get down there and play some of the best courses in uh, in the country. It, that's that's can't beat that. Yeah, I like, I like our schedule we got. It's it's gonna be. You know, relaxing yet fun and see yeah, it's, some awesome it's always places. cool when you can go to a place and kind of stay where you're playing and not spend time driving around and it's literally you know everything's right there so it's going to be a great time i can't wait i'm sure we'll be talking about it more as you know the weeks come up leading up to it we might even do a podcast there who knows yeah we probably will All we'll right. see if we we'll see if we can get rigs from uh barstool sports to be part of that that would be cool oh that would be fantastic Hey Saul, you were talk you were saying that your boys have like recently gotten into TikTok and seeing all kinds of videos and shit. Like I've I somehow wandered into TikTok from friend of the show Frank, who reluctantly has never been on the show, who claims he will be one day. Is he a friend of the show? Hey, I don't know. Not anymore. He's kind of he's a, like an acquaintance of the show. He's an know? acquaintance of the show until he until he sits in that chair directly across from me. Stare, but stare, no. stares down the barrel of the ball. But a, but a, a pillar of vagina stew for sure. Yeah, but I mean we we can't just because of his status in vagina stew, we can't ultimately. We're not. He doesn't him. get a pass. No, no does free, not get a pass. No free passes, Frank. <laughs> but you so, were, so, so Frank, how's, Frank sent me yep. a video. It was on TikTok. I tried to watch it for some reason. I couldn't. So then I ended up, I downloaded the app, and then that turned into. A wasted weekend of me watching TikTok videos, and you were talking about TikTok. entire weekend. <laughs> yeah, basically, <laughs> it was nothing, a three-day weekend. Nothing too. got done. I was like, <laughs> I like locked day. myself in my closet, <laughs> me and my phone and TikTok, just losing time. Dark closet. 
Every yeah, every single so the boys you know show me these videos and they're and, and they are funny. They're really hilarious and they're short. I mean, it's basically replaced the uh, vines, right? Like so, they used to do the vines. Uh, that was a thing, but now TikTok is the new is the new version of that, and they're just you know I, really short clips. But you know, I I find them. You know, they're just. They're all hilarious, but then you get caught. They just go right to the next video, right? And it's like, wow! Like, and then all well, of a yeah, I mean, sudden, you realize that's a part of it. And then, like, you're you're watching like funny comedy type videos, right? And then, for whatever on my stream, there's also different videos that pop up. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. Uh, you know, can, and then be, you realize, can be just as like galvanizing to what I'm like interested in. And then you realize, like your you know your significant other is standing across from you with their arms crossed, tapping their foot, and you realize it's your anniversary, and six months have gone by. But, but literally, like that's a TikTok <laughs> video. Like that's a TikTok <laughs> video. Like you know, some guys watching uh, like a booty shake video. And like his, they're videotaping his wife, like watching. Do we have him. to start a cutting weight TikTok? I mean, every every week we make a new TikTok. We should. I don't know. That'd be that exciting, but we maybe we should. Some of them are really like really well produced. I was showing you the one before about like Brass, Brass Monkey. Monkey, which yeah, is geez. unbelievable. Like they they take tons of time, and if I think, what do you think goes into that? For I mean, a thirty second clip. And I don't know what the time limit is. I mean, it was like, like hours of putting together. I mean, it was right. it was awesome. Yeah, it was literally probably the coolest thing I saw today. I think and that's sad. That, like that's a sad state of like cool of like what's what the fuck like our lives have turned into. We're like the coolest fucking thing I saw today was I, a, was this like fifteen year old doing an amazing dance video to Brass Monkey. But that's I mean, but that's also like the current day, right? That you go from like one one you know instance of gratification to another and another and another it, after just, that it's so where quick like, it would take us 30 minutes to download a two-minute trailer of star wars in college right, right. <laughs> just to watch just to watch it you had to really really want to see something back in the day <laughs> now yeah. it's just it's instant on your phone that's, that's what kind of like worries me though like for our kid i mean like our kids like we're even for me like i've fallen down that fucking trap but like they're like so like constantly stimulated like so no, all the time gratification like how, how gratification is that? after gratification after gratification but, that, but after a while like that's like that's changing like the way your brain works right i mean yeah. to get continued like constant stim stimuli all the time and if you if you're not getting it like for a minute you're bored and it's like i my wife and i always go back and forth about it not now we don't really go back and forth about it. like we always talk about it, like Kids are always on their tablets, right? They're on their phones. Like it's, yep. it's constant problem. I don't know what it's doing to their, their minds. Do you guys have a uh, screen time? Do you limit screen time? Do you give like periods of screen time, or do you just kind of like, hey, give me a minute, or <laughs> give me, hey, I need the next Wait. hour to myself. <laughs> Focus. Just look at these videos. <laughs> like, I mean, it is a. Wait, are you talking about like for like you? And Melissa, you like you have screen time time for each other. Or are you talking about for, like for your kids or for the whole family? No, no. I mean, I've I've asked Melissa to give me screen time and like <laughs> send her send me stuff, and she she won't. But the, the you know it's, it's just about um, you know it's one you know look, you guys are hybrid schooling, and I realize that I've just fed you lunch, and I need an hour and a half to do this thing. And here, I need an hour and a half to lock myself in the closet for TikTok. Here, stare. Well, not not for me, but like maybe I need to. Do, maybe I need to hang something that Melissa wants me to do, or I need to like. 
You got to yeah. find something for them to just like, right, like get out of so like, here, not bug you. Stare at this. Yeah, I mean, and, we do that. I don't, and, and they're entranced. That's that's the scary thing is that they're entranced by this and that like, you know, if I don't, you know, because you want to be just like, you know what. Mike, Go you, outside. You, you have like amazing like woods in your backyard. Yeah. And there's like a little fort I, you showed me that's like built back there. Like, yeah. There might have been murders that happened there. I'm pretty sure there were. No, but, you know, like go check where, it out. That's where Blair Witch was filmed. Do some forensic stuff back there. Yeah, no, I mean, but like, yeah, it's like we. I I, I do think you know, um, my wife. I love her to death. She is a outdoors Nazi. Like right, like it, guys. The the sun's up. It's above 40 degrees. Get outside. Like, right. get outside and do something. And they're, like, out there, like, they pick up sticks and they, like, stare at them. And they're like, this is dumb. <laughs> you know? For a while. But then they, they eventually entertain themselves. In it. And I think what we're, we're trying to do is we're trying to, you know, mirror image them into the childhood that we have. And we cherish that and everything else. We played Cowboys and Indians. We played football. We played wiffle ball. We played home run derby. We did we did whatever, and I look at this, you know, I, we're I'm you guys you know, got very a, fortunate to have a great piece great of piece of land or... where kids can explore and go down to the beach and you know whatever. And Melissa is like, if it's look, if if you can go swim in that lake, go swim in that lake. If you can go ride your bikes, you should be riding bikes. And I'm kind of like, well, maybe things are changing just a little bit where the kids need you know a little bit of connectivity with friends through their online. I don't. I. I. I hope they maintain like their adventurous spirit, and they they use the treehouse. They use. They come out to this cabin, or they do whatever. But man, yeah, things. The kid. The kids are just glued to those screens. But I think. I think there's something to be said for just like getting out and being creative. You know, like. You gotta go go out and make your own fun and stop yeah. stop looking to other people yeah, for your you own entertainment. You can't watch like you know. I'll I'll find my son watching youtube videos of kids playing like fortnite like he's literally watching a kid play a video game when's the last time you played fortnite yourself right like like howie you played fortnite three minutes ago now you're on break time now you're watching some kid on youtube play fortnite like this isn't this can't be healthy <laughs> or my kids watch like they, i don't know but but then go back to how he plays football how he play you know how he does yeah, but like stuff. This, this, i mean granted like this has been a fucking weird year yeah you know, like there's the opportunities to do things are limited in a lot of different ways so he was he was supposed to play baseball like that got shut down he he did play football thank the lord that he was able to do that he was going to wrestle that really you know and, and the wrestling program that we were involved with like kind of got shut down so he hasn't had shit going on. So, like, I understand. And, like, half the time, you know, they were trying to do school, but it was online. So he's – not only is he, like, not able to play some of the sports or activities he wants to do, but, like, he, he's not even, like, f- like physically with his buddies, you know? I mean, yeah. and the only time he has a chance to, like, interact with them is, like, when they get online and play Madden or play Fortnite or whatever. So – right. I mean, we've probably been a little bit lax on any sort of, like, rules this year as far as that goes. But at the same time, now that it's starting to get nicer, I was just like, oh, my God. Like, we got to get these kids fucking out of the house. I mean, the kids, uh, Zane and Lincoln said, Dad, can you come out and throw the football today? And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, absolutely. And I was throwing lasers. Obviously. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know what my, my quarterback rating was, but it was pretty high. 
It's at least triple digits. But I mean, I, I, I like yeah, I cherish that opportunity to go out there outdoors and play. And it was freezing, and you know, they're in winter coats trying well, to. Well, like now more than ever, like like dad, you want to come outside? Like yes, I I have to come outside. <laughs> yeah, like there's no. I, I want to go outside just as much I'm, as you. Do. I'm not turning that down. Absolutely, I'm going outside with you. But yeah, it's it's it, it is absolutely tough. I don't know what the right balance is, and and we haven't probably struck it in, in the stall household. I'm for right, sure not in my house either. But, you know, uh, my oldest will, you know, just kind of, if left to his own wares, he'll stay in his room and watch videos and listen to records or whatever else. And But I kind of think, like, geez, I don't know. I spent a lot of time, you know, shut in in my room as well. And I wasn't, I I mean, wasn't online, yeah. I mean, there, but I was listening to music. But there were days I can think of where, you know, I was holed up, you know, in someone's basement as a kid with like two or three buddies and we would play tech mobile for like 10 hours <laughs> yeah, right. you know? like and you'd be up till three in the morning like right. doing so I, I don't think it's that much different but i think it's just more pronounced now. and there's so many more outlets for kids to get on now yeah and it's so easily accessible and it's not like me and you and shane are sitting in a room playing video games it's like you're playing video games with you could be playing video games with like everyone in the fucking world yeah kids all over the yeah right and exactly. then but then it scares you because you hear the the horrible stories about these fucking creeps that are you know that would yeah. somehow become you know it's predatory and then get get somehow like weasel their way into a conversation with your kid and then it gets scary you know what i mean all right yeah <laughs> or, or or i try and make that connection with them and i'm playing fortnite <laughs> and i'm the scary 44 year old do you play fortnite uh, i've tried i've never i've never I've, I've done it for like a couple minutes and then howie and Craner are like Give me the controller, but like, <laughs> right. I end up getting killed immediately. No, yeah, exactly. I'm in a corner of a house, like jumping up and down, trying to like trying <laughs> shooting to a wall, whatever. Yeah, I'm, I, you know, while someone's just putting. Dad, you're in the you're in the storm. What's the storm? I don't know what that is. Like, I, I don't understand, but yeah, but I, it was the same as probably like us trying to explain video games to our parents. You know, yeah, yeah, you just press those three buttons and then you jump the guy and then you God run. Damn it, <laughs> like and you're up forty five nothing in Madden. <laughs> oh, but yeah, what's your? You know, um, Brian goes through the same thing. He kind of likes to watch, you know, Saturday Night Live and everything else. I mean, yeah, he li he's big into Saturday Night Live. Now he's getting into some of like past seasons of Saturday Night Live and Weekend Updates. Oh, and I, I like this kid. <laughs> the, the the rabbit hole he's been down in the last couple of weeks is um. On the weekend update, you know the, the last few seasons, it's um, Colin Jost, Michael Che, and they they do like one you know segment every every season or whatever, where like they basically like they write this the, the jokes for the other guy. Yeah, the, so it's always like Colin Jost saying the, something yeah, racist. Colin Jost has like, to make a racist joke. <laughs> yeah, <right>? exactly. <laughs> they're, they're hilarious. And Brian's been down that rabbit hole recently, and he's like, "Dad, you gotta listen to this one. It's from like three years ago." And I'm like, "That was pretty good. I remember that." Yeah, I don't. I don't know that anything's better or worse for the way that they're growing up or the way they're being raised. I think they've sacrificed a little bit in terms of in terms of socialization. But the the truth is that it's they're probably socializing in ways that we just didn't know about. And that that's what I always wonder: is it just different now? And it's just I just it's a different way to socialize. And there's different skills work. You know, companies are going to be looking for in ten years when our kids are in the workforce, like that we never thought about. And maybe maybe what they're doing is going to you know. Benefit I think them. it's yeah. always different. Like every every generation thinks the 
generation after them is like no country for old men pussies and stupid and doesn't know what to do and are not going to be properly prepared to live their lives so i don't think that's i don't think that's something that's changed i I think if you probably looked at every generation that's been around um there's always that question of like these kids are idiots and we're fucked but in reality somehow the human race keeps on plugging away for better for worse uh i don't i don't think you're gonna change what's happening yeah i think you're probably right i think we we're just we're just old we don't we don't get it speaking speaking of idiots we were uh i think we got a new segment to introduce to the uh the podcast i know what we're gonna call this jeopardy with jim or uh five answers what we what we've done in the past is five questions with our guests and we you know we we're we're flying solo tonight so we don't have uh we don't have an actual guest but i think we're 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 gonna do a little different take on this where we're gonna say five answers with our with jim so it's jeopardy with jim it's five answers with jim what's gonna happen is and if you're new to the show we've asked the guest five questions and we answer the questions for them and they're not allowed to answer or sometimes they are what we're gonna do tonight is jim's gonna give us five answers and we're gonna develop the questions right around those answers so let's have some fun with that yeah what do we got jim what's our first what's your first answer the first answer is the muni lot. Uh, this is an easy one for me. Uh, I've spent a couple of days in the muni lot in a Chris Spielman jersey against my will. Uh, and and uh, I think when the, the Steelers were playing the, the Browns there. I was going to say, the muni lot is the first place where Jim ever stuffed um, uh, someone's shoe full of hash browns and threw it back at them. That's that's my muni lot. That's the answer to that question. That's the question that is about that answer. I, I would say the question to that answer is, what is the place where dreams are made and both and also die? <laughs> well, I will say those are both very good answers or very good questions to my answer. If if I could comment just slightly, to, to Mike, we'll, allow, we'll allow to Mike's uh, to Mike's question. <laughs> if we want to get the story correct. <laughs> We had just got done playing. Was it the Steelers? I think it was the Steelers game, and I think it was the Steelers game. It was a route, and, and, the, and the Browns got humiliated. <laughs> and shocker, we had we had a big tailgate before the game. Lots of fun. Came back to Muni lot after the game. Right, still having some fun. You know, still we, still post gaming. Still post gaming. But, we weren't done. But folks are driving out right. Nineties right there, and it's a, yeah, and it's a parking tra- lot as they're driving away. So people are driving. So there was slow. a fence, and people are trying to get on the freeway. And we had done a great job with the tailgate and had, like, so much food. And one of the food things was, like, a big, you know, tinfoil tray of hash browns, like cheesy hash browns. <laughs> and there, Cheesy potatoes. The, the yeah. parking, like, the to get on to Route 90, it was just gridlock. Like, no cars were moving. And that car stopped right across from our tailgate. And we were tailgating right next to the fence that kind of divided the muni lot from the on-ramp. And... This car stopped, and it was just a car full of Steeler fans just, like, giving us the shit. You know, like, oh, you guys suck, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, I got some for these guys. So, literally, I had, like, He a, threw his shoe. Or he, he threw his shoe at it. Like, he threw a shoe at us. And I grabbed the shoe, and I filled it full of cheesy potatoes, and I threw it back at his car. 
And then like yeah, I, they didn't seem to I, care I, about I, it. They weren't that. They weren't that like. They were like, ah, you guys suck, whatever. So I got the entire tin. It was like a ten-pound weight tin of cheesy potatoes, and I jumped over the fence, snuck up behind them. Their window was still down, and I dumped the entire like ten pounds of cheesy potatoes like in their fucking car. So fuck you, Steeler fans. Take that. Take that, guys. And we got you guys back this year, motherfuckers. And they circle back around and like, "Can we have a spoon and some plates?" Because <laughs> like, they're Steelers delicious. fans. Because they're fucking delicious. hillbillies. They don't care. These are delicious. They were delicious, though. By the way, did you kind of feel a little bad that you wasted them? All of that. All of that's uh-huh. a true story. Yeah. To okay. that game, I remember wearing a pair of rain pants. It was a rainy, uh, cold day. And instead of going to the bathroom, I peed my pants the entire game. Very proud of you. I think your wife confirmed that to me. She did confirm that story, and uh, that's that's a true story. <laughs> peed my pants the entire game. Well, that makes for a lot of bathroom trips. You weren't the only one, I'm sure. Oh. Okay. Right. Didn't no. want to miss a second. Number two. The answer to question number two is... Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, I'm trying to think of a time. Yeah, I'm try- here. Here's my story. Uh, Jim had let me borrow a uh, Bob Seger CD. Great, great, great CD. It was a chair CD. And if you guys know how I managed CDs back in the day, they were just we've talked kept, about this kept on my floor. Well, this was Jody Girl. Um, Night moves. I don't know what what album was. It wasn't the greatest hits. It was it was an actual you know Bob Seger LP. And uh, I guess, beautiful loser was the album. yeah. Jim Jim asked me for the the C. Hey Mike, you still got my uh, Bob Seger CD? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, sure. I think I do. I go down there and I spend you know a half hour <laughs> looking for it, and I put it back in its case and I bring it back to Jim. And I think his response was, "Are you fucking kidding me?" <laughs> Because it was un- unrecognizable at that point. <laughs> it's probably very true. It could be the, it could be the question. Shane, what do you got? I was going to say, I, I did not know that story, I don't think so. I knew that was what, something like you guys uh, knew what was going on there. <laughs> no, I, we really didn't. No, know. I didn't. We didn't. But he ruined multiple CDs of mine. So <laughs> but yeah, that, that, that story can be told over and over. <laughs> I mean, if it, if it makes you feel better, he ruined all his own CDs also. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> A little bit. But the good folks at Apple now stream them to me for nine bucks a month. I was going to say, what is the time Jim got picked up at the airport um, by Mike and Frank <laughs> and thrown in a new car against his will and, <laughs> and given a costume? There were oh, great story. I think we, yeah. we told that story, right, on the podcast? Yeah, I think so, we did. I don't know, but I think that that one can probably wait till Frank's here. But yeah, we uh, Frank and I picked Jim up at the airport, and we took him uh, down to downtown Nashville. Frank and I were already in flight suits, wearing uh, fake mustaches, and uh, we gave Jim a fake mustache and a flight suit, and we spent the rest of the night in uh, in Nashville having the time of our lives. Yeah, that was a fantastic night. Great time. Yeah, but I don't know if Jim's. Jim's response was, are you fucking kidding me? It was more like, all right, let's go. <laughs> it's roll time. <laughs> There's probably a little bull. All right, number three. The answer to the question is sausage. This is an easy one. 
Uh, Jim's favorite food. I say what what Jim eats for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> yeah, Jim. In, in, a, in a perfect world, <laughs> Jim is a is a sausage fan. When his wife's not watching, but he would fan, eat for every meal. Yeah, big fan of processed meats and encased meats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt, sausage. Italian, Polish. Our German. our friend JJ Husko has a sausage making party every year, and it's this Sunday. And Jim and I are both going to miss it oh, for the first time in a while. That's too bad. I'm not surprised that JJ would have a sausage party. <laughs> no shock to anyone. <laughs> no, so, no shock to anyone there, but that's too bad. Okay. Both of those questions were the correct, correct. questions for my answer. All right. Number four. Husky-sized pants. What Jim wore till age 17. <laughs> <laughs> Jim, uh, yeah, I didn't realize this until I started working at Ayers Well Drilling, but Jim... Jim um, was a was a uh, a husky child, uh, you know. Uh, we have a like, the memory that's seared in my brain is a Polaroid picture. Yeah, exactly, that is mine exactly. Of him standing in front of a uh, Ayerswell drilling truck with some signage on it that uh, and Jim's shirt is off, which <laughs> was a little bit off putting, <laughs> but uh, but he really grew into a, a pretty fit individual and has maintained that. I wouldn't say it was was till when I was seventeen. Shane. I was like, I was probably <laughs> all right. I was probably, probably before that. Like, I was exaggerating a little bit. Fourteen. Uh, let's be accurate. Thirteen. With this stuff. Thirteen, maybe. Yeah. No, I would say I was husky. Like, what is till? I would say like eighth grade. I started to get. Glasses. I think I remember glasses. That's Did you 13, wear contacts, 14. glasses, or anything like that. Yeah, I mean, I still wear contacts, but okay, my vision's not good. Yeah, so I yeah I remember I remember a pair of uh, you know BFGs on. You know, uh, what the fuck are BFGs? <laughs> big fucking giant. <laughs> big fucking glasses <laughs> on his face. <laughs> the uh, army issues glasses to people, and oh, they're the, disgusting. The, the bigger yeah, rims, yeah. Like, oh, do you need a uh, corrective vision? I'm like, yeah, I do. I wear glasses. Like, oh, here, let me give you these. They're awesome. <laughs> they're just <laughs> they're disgusting. Like fucking Harry Carey. <laughs> yeah, they're disgusting uh, uh, glasses, but. The, yeah, I would definitely. I remember you uh, wearing those glasses in that picture. You're wearing a trucker hat, and your shirt's off, and uh, that's some boob. I like baby, yeah, boobs, baby, boobs baby, were, kid boobs. Did your mom yeah, still have that picture. We gotta find that. No, I'm sure. She said she gives me pictures like every day because we've been cleaning out so much of their house and like the office. Like every day, it's a new picture of like, oh, Jimmy, oh, here's the one I found, and like, and then I gotta go through them. And, <laughs> Let's talk about uh, the the picture I'm more concerned about is Jim's senior pictures. Have you seen those Shane in his house? <laughs> I I remember the senior pictures. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. I think the funniest one though was like I mean they were super ridiculous. Like I, I was all, how about the, hair, the hairstyle? I have, I have just, so many. The that hair are was stupid. Yeah. The hair was terrible. Like the poses were terrible and everything. But the funniest part I remember one. I'm literally like. I don't even know how to describe it. Like I'm, I'm sitting on my side, like my legs are crossed. It's like such an awkward pose. But then, like it was like right after wrestling season, we took it, and like I'm in the middle of my thigh. And at that point, I apparently like we didn't pay for the airbrushing. There's just like a gigantic ringworm like on my leg. Like it's a senior picture, and I just got done wrestling. I like a ringworm the size of a silver dollar like on my leg. Like we, we couldn't have done anything about this. Like this is ridiculous. Oh yeah, I remember those senior pictures. It's always fun to go back. To, I, yeah, I remember. I, I took a senior picture like in the middle of a field of grain. <laughs> like, I remember I had white jeans on. 
<laughs> no surprise there. Shane just got back from a poison concert. <laughs> yeah, they're so ridiculous. I mean, those are the worst too. Like the poses they put you in, and like the backdrops are like, yeah. we didn't do it on a farm. Like, I've never like set my foot on a farm. <laughs> yeah, right. why the fuck would I take a senior picture yeah. on a farm? We need to get you get you a picture of this next to the split rail fence. So, yeah, sit on sit on this hay bale right next to the split rail fence <laughs> with this horse behind. Like, what the fuck? Why would I fucking do that? I don't even like horses. This has nothing to do with me. So it's weird, but I have pictures. I have senior pictures of like my friends. Like, in, you know, I took pictures with my, my buddies by their cars or on my car or whatever. Right. They're just retarded. I also have a picture of me with my overweight dachshund <laughs> dog, Monty. <laughs> Just like, and his, his, you know, I'm holding him on my lap and his dick showing, and like he's fat as hell. And he's you know, like, you know, toward the end of his life, he couldn't make it around unless he was like on a pair of roller skates on his hips. It was just awful. I mean, like, what, what were we thinking? And that goes back to the whole like, when, when our kids are that age, like, maybe let's let them decide a little yeah. bit. Like, because our parents are idiots and we're going to be idiots. We're going to be idiots. Yeah. yeah. It was like, Jamie, I'd really like if you just took a picture with your Letterman jacket in front of this. Why don't you do the Heisman pose? <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna ever win the fucking Heisman, Mom. <laughs> put this, put this sweater around your neck and tie the sleeves. Just for, just for Mom. Your grandmother wants do to see that. Do it for Mama. You got a nice. You got a, <laughs> you got a nice set of balls. Show them the cock and balls. <laughs> you got a nice set, jump, honey. All right, fuckers. All right, you got one, go. of the, one of these left? Yeah, number five. The answer to this question is only when people aren't looking. <laughs> oh, boy. That's a tough one. Um, or is it? <laughs> only when people aren't looking. That's tough. I'm going to say, I, <laughs> knowing, knowing that you are shitty, Jim, oh, come on and now. some of your digestive issues... That you would have maybe done a crab stance or, or put your back against a tree at a job and took a took a dump in somebody's yard. I'm gonna say what is when Jim listens to Faith Hill. <laughs> That's never happened, Shane. So oh, not that we know of, because you don't do it. Nobody's nobody's, <laughs> nobody's watching. watching. I, I, although I will comment to Mike's answer. There was there was one <laughs> a job like years ago, like literally we we did. We were working at this house, a new house in Chardon. You know, there there was no plumbing yet or anything, and no water, and I had to, I had to go to the bathroom. So I literally like ran back into their woods, squatted against a tree, took a shit. At, just for the listeners out there, this is an excellent way. If you're ever in that situation, dig yourself a little cat hole by the tree. I didn't squat have, against that tree, I, put I your back against it. I didn't it, have pull. time. I didn't have time. <laughs> you just like, left. Like, time, like, time was like, of be, the Believe me, like I, I spent all my time trying to think of other plans, and and by the time it came to this plan, like it was time. So, so I went back as far as I could in the woods, did my business, and you know, finished the job and whatever. So like, couple like a month later, I get a call from the customer saying that. Hey, can you come over here and like I need you to do some adjustments on the system, whatever, it's fine. So I go over and do the adjustments. It took a couple minutes, not a big deal. We finished, we're standing in the park, you know, in his like driveway, just kind of BSing. I'm asking him like how you like the new house, this is beautiful, like you know, everything working well. Yeah, he's like, Yeah, it's great, 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 everything's great. He said, But the only thing that I've had, like 
somebody in the process of building this house must have taken a shit in my woods because like the day after we moved in my dogs go running in the backyard and they find this pile of shit and they're rolling around in this shit and they just come back to the house covered in shit he's like and it wasn't like it wasn't like deer shit or anything it was like human shit and he's like there were these blue like shop towels that were back there with it and like that's what we had in the truck like that's I knew like as soon as he told me that like when he was telling it to me like initially I'm like eh, probably not me but then like he's like and there's these blue shots I'm like oh those yeah those are fucking and I didn't say anything I'm like oh my god I can't believe that what, what a disgusting person I'm like, you uh, I'm, like I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep my eyes out like if I hear anything I'll let you know but, like this guy was literally telling me about his dog that like rolled in the shit that I took like weeks before because I had no, I had nowhere else to go and that was it I mean so yeah that did happen Mike good call oh man. my gosh so yeah so that was my uh, that was my question to the answer that I gave Mike so that, you won you won the round Mike nailed it nailed it nailed it <laughs> alright hey, well hey 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 yeah great show tonight I think uh we didn't have a guest, but I thought we'd talk about a lot of fun stuff. And we uh, still have no sponsors, so if you're listening, well, you know what? I think the pro- part of the problem is like we've never actually approached anyone to sponsor us. So no, I think there. I think if we want, we could probably talk to some local businesses that might be interested in doing like something. I mean, even if it's like, hey, we'll give you a, a free six pack, and you mention us. That would be worth it. That would be totally worth it. Yeah, that's all. That's all we're asking. We're not asking. We don't have big no, dreams for this. We have, we have small dreams. Let's start small ball. So. Mike, you got a song to roll us out? Yep, I'm going to take you out to a little bit of Jethro Tull, uh, some of their easy listening stuff. But I uh, hope you guys had another great, uh, you know, 60 to sixty to 90 minutes with here and cutting weight. I hope we can help you kill some of your time for the day and uh, enjoy your time here and play take us, us out. out. At, at Cutting Weight, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. And clownpenis.fart.com. <laughs> There's a haze on the skyline there To wish me on my way And there's a nerd on the telephone there. Some roses on the tree And the motorway stretching Right out to us all 